I drove off and stopped a few blocks away to examine the envelope with the money. What did the numbers on the front mean? A phone? Radio frequency? Internet address? Odin had said, Take me here! So these numbers must be a place. Were they map coordinates? I got a road map, checked the margins, and read the tick marks for latitude and longitude. If these were coordinates, the spot was three miles west of Bradenton Beach in the Gulf of Mexico. The map didn't show any islands out there, only water. Would I be taking Odin to meet a boat? I'd check it out. If no one showed up, I could dump him into the water. I flipped the envelope over, took out the money, and looked inside. No other instructions. So when was Odin to be delivered? My call, then. Tonight. Before he stinks up my car. I stopped in a local sporting goods store, bought their cheapest GPS unit, and headed toward the beach. The clouds settled low and reflected the amber haze of the street lamps. A drizzle misted my windshield. Drops splashed against my car and became heavier by the minute. By the time I crossed from Cortez to Bradenton Beach, the downpour had chased everyone indoors. I parked close to the marina on the eastern side of the island, facing Sarasota Bay. I carried Odin to the beach and left him along the water's edge. From the deserted marina, I borrowed a wave runner and returned to fetch the body. I draped the bundle over the rear of the seat, secured his body with bungee cords, and fastened the GPS to the handlebars with duct tape. To use my night vision, I removed my sunglasses. Heading south around the island, under the bridge, then west through the wet gloom into the Gulf of Mexico, I followed the direction indicators to the coordinates I had programmed into the GPS. The rain felt hard as ball bearings and stung my skin. My hair lay plastered against my forehead. My soggy clothes flapped from my limbs. The chill was uncomfortable and made me look forward to a hot cup of coffee and A-negative. Behind me, the glow of civilization faded on the eastern horizon. The distance marker on the GPS counted the meters to the coordinates. One thousand. One hundred. Fifty. Twenty-five. I rolled the throttle to idle. The wave runner drifted forward. Ten meters. Five meters. At zero, the arrow turned into an X. The wave runner stopped and bobbed on the waves. I gave Odin's corpse a mule kick. Get up, we're here. Waves slapped the fiberglass hull. Rain puddled in the crevices of Odin's plastic shroud. The surface of the water shimmered with the beat of the raindrops. The shimmer took on a metallic sheen, and I realized this was from hundreds of little fish leaping from the water. The sheen became pink from the tiny red fish auras. I looked over the side of the wave runner into the murky water. What made them behave like this? The wave runner's engine stalled. Suddenly, an electric charge pulsed through the seat, 
up my spine and into my arms and head. My limbs buzzed like the tines of a tuning fork. Glowing blue rings from St. Elmo's fire curled around my wrists and ankles. The hair lifted from my scalp. My Kundalini Noir, that black serpent of energy residing in every vampire instead of a heart, coiled in panic. Get out of here. My hands and feet stayed put. All around, the little fish floated lifelessly in the water. The wave runner rocked backward. Something huge rose from the water in front of me.